0: Speak to our hearts, Lord. Send a word that will change and transform our lives in the name of Jesus. I know no one's taking notes, so I'm just going to tell you where we're going. How about that? So if nothing else, when you leave here, you can say, well, she said we were going to talk about this. When we know the truth, act on it. When we know the truth, act on it. Now I need you to repeat after me. When we we know the the truth, truth. act act on it. Nobody can say that they didn't hear it because you said it. So when we get finished, when the pastor is standing and says, what did she say? When we know the truth, act on it. I have to confess, when I saw the gospel reading was the beheading of John the Baptist, I cringed. You see, when I was a mission developer, Bishop Burkett, our bishop, said to me, Pat, you're just like John the Baptist. He didn't have a church. And they cut his head off for telling the truth. I'm going to tread lightly. This is a strange and horrific story. That's true, strange. What do we do? What do we see? This is not the walking dead. King Herod hears Jesus. He hears of him preaching and teaching and healing and performing miracles. And Herod has a flashback of his encounter with John the Baptist, the holy man who he gave special treatment Whenever he listened to him, he was, he was burdened with guilt, but he couldn't help but lean into the conversations and listen even the more. Herod was in awe of John the Baptist's ability to speak the truth, even the truth to a king, telling him that he was in an adulterous relationship with his brother's wife. Herodias. Herodias didn't like hearing the truth. She was filled by guilt and anger and hate, and she pressured Herod to put John in prison. But that wasn't even enough. When the opportunity came, she had him beheaded. She had him killed. His disciples came and claimed his body. Pastor, where is the good news in all of this? There's not, but wait for it. It's coming. One of the things that we see in this text is that Herod's behavior is mirrored somewhere else in scripture. Anybody know where? Oh, come on. The first service, somebody called it out. This is not a competition, though. Thank you. It was Pilate. And the score is one to one. Pilate in his conversation with Jesus, was like Herod. Pilate was awed. When Jesus spoke, he, he was weighted by the, the conversation of who he was and what that meant for him. But nonetheless, he leaned in and he listened. But public opinion, the priests, the crowds, the chants, crucify him, crucify him. All of those events spun out of control. Outmaneuvered, Pilate was unable to back down. He too submitted. He yielded. But our Jesus, like a lamb led to slaughter, faced his moment of truth with integrity. Our Jesus, who is the truth, the way, and the life. Jesus, who died on an old rugged cross for you and for me. The good news, beloved, is we know that that's not how the story ends. We know that three days later, he rose again. Can I get somebody to say amen? Amen. Amen. Yes, Jesus is our truth. Herod and Pilate knew the truth and acted on their own behalf. Jesus knew the truth and acted on our behalf, that we might have new life. You're very quiet. I understand this was the lively group. Amen. <laughs> but you look at me as if to say, that was then. This is now. So what do we take away? What can give us help for today and hope for tomorrow? The prophetic voice within me says, when we know the truth, we act on it. So then the question becomes for us today, what is our truth and how are we responding to it? We recognize the truth hurts. It could be hazardous to our health or even kill us. And yet we have bold witnesses in our midst. Our bishop spoke out on mass incarceration. She told of how men and women of color were disproportionately convicted, incarcerated. She talked about the recidivism rate of 35,000 people of color released only to return back to prison for lack of rehabilitation, education, and jobs. But most importantly, because of a lack of healing communities, not Upper Dublin, but a lack of our congregations that are equipped and prepared to receive them as they transition back to society but not willing to act. Bishop got a lot of pushback. But one of the things that she reminds me often, they don't know I'm from New York and I'll fight. (laughs) And you know what her little short fiery self, she says it with vigor. She didn't stop. She kept pressing on, speaking out on gay marriage and racism and poverty and, and education. Our presiding bishop, Liz Eaton, posted letters on the Israel-Palestine concerns, Ferguson, Baltimore, Charleston. They knew not everybody would agree, but they acted anyway, and they got pushback. Yes, Pastor Keith, just like you, marching in solidarity with the black pastors, working, you all working with Chosen 300, the food pantry, all of those things everybody doesn't agree we know that you got some pushback i know because i listened to his podcast sermon i know that when he called the question on racism some folks said you know what we didn't like it it made us feel bad beloved When we know the truth, we are free to act. Your pastors know the truth, and that's why they encourage you through the preached word. They encourage you to go and to serve. They encourage you because they know the truth, and they know that there is a freedom when you go and you love God and you serve. I am so glad that just this week in Charleston, the consciousness of a state was Awakened. The people rallied. They acted. The House voted. They acted. Amen. Yes, people heard the truth and they acted. And the Confederate flag came down. Pastor Pinkney and his eight members did not die in vain. Beloved, these Christian brothers and sisters model what happens when we reflect the truth of whose we are. We claim to be Christians. We claim to be part of the body of Christ. Dietrich Bonhoeffer, one of my favorite theologians, a German pastor, an anti-Nazi dissident, a vocal opponent of Hitler's euthanasia and persecution of the Jews. Bonhoeffer even helped many Jews escape. Bonhoeffer, known for his theological writings was arrested in prison sent to a nazi camp and then he was stripped naked and he was hung because he acted on the behalf of others hear these words from dietrich bonhoeffer his book appropriately entitled the cost of discipleship when christ calls a man he bids him to come and to die Yes, come and die to ourselves and then live for Christ. This lands us in our epistle written by a Jew to a largely Gentile people living together in the midst of human differences. They are reminded that Christ has made both groups into one. Christ has broken down the dividing wall, that is the hostility between us, saying living with differences requires effort. We need to act. Praise God. We have been chosen. We have been adopted in God's love, God's own diverse group of people. We are gifted with every spiritual blessing and we have been sealed with the holy spirit amen somebody yes in our baptisms we are marked with the cross of christ we are claimed gathered and sent for the sake of the world we are new creations i know that speaking truth can be dangerous to your health i was a little nervous the head-cutting-off thing. (laughs) I know that you might get pushed back, like Bishop Eaton, Bishop Burkett, Pastor Keith. But guess what? They're up for the fight because they know whose they are. Like John the Baptist, Martin Luther King, Dietrich Bonhoeffer, sometimes the prophet gets killed jesus did disciples throughout the centuries have like john the baptist the prophets the prophet's job is to amplify the voice of god so i can't tell you to do anything that's not written in the word of god nobody said amen but it's all right today my prophetic Voice is crying to you, crying out to you to act today. I believe God is calling us to be relevant, to be involved in the life of the community and the world. If we believe God is a God of justice who fills us with the Holy Spirit, then be free to allow the Holy Spirit to lead and guide us to to work with and to be present with people who are repressed and marginalized. Today, the church, yes, Upper Dublin, you represent that in so many ways. I look at your website. I see the wonderful ministries that you are involved in. But guess what? Everybody who sits on the pew at all three services are not involved. Say amen, somebody. But we can always be involved in our personal journeys. Amen? Amen? In our personal journeys. Because I am marked with the cross of Christ. Because I know Jesus represents that. I act on his truth. I go and I stand and I preach and I preside at table. I act. I go and I go on the parkway like you and I feed those who are hungry. I act like many. I, I go to the prisons and I pray with and and I preach to men who are incarcerated at greatest for prison. Like many of you, I get in the car or get on the bus and go up to the capital in Harrisburg and I stand as an advocate for those who are, who are food insecure, for those who are not getting quality education, for those who are in the need of fair wages. I act. I take time, intentionally, to be with people that don't look like me, people who don't talk like me, so that I can break down the stereotypes that people have of folk who look like me. I know the truth and I act. So the question for us today is will you continue in the status quo and just be content or will you make a conscious choice to be an ally, writing, calling, speaking truth to power for equality, for education, for assistance, for people who are food insecure. Will you be a prophet? Oh, it got very quiet. Um, prophets get the head cut off. We don't want to do that. You don't have to be a prophet. But we are all spiritually blessed, called to be children of God in our baptism. to that end i leave you with langston hughes words live your creed i'd rather see a sermon than to hear one any day i'd rather one walk with me than just to show the way the eye is better the eye is a better pupil and more willing than the ear advice may be misleading but examples are always clear And the very best of teachers are the ones who live their creed. For to see good put into action is what everybody needs. I can soon learn to do it if you let me see it done. I can watch your hand in motion, but your tongue too fast may run. And the lectures you deliver may be very fine and true, but I'd rather get my lesson by observing what you do. For I may misunderstand you. And that fine advice you give. But there's no misunderstanding how you act and how you live. Amen. Amen. It's okay, you can clap. That's the truth.